Hi, I'm Owen Proventure, and this is The Connection. Today we're talking with Don Simmons, local coordinator for the AARP Tax Aid Program, assisting senior citizens throughout the region. And today we're going to learn about the New Hampshire low and moderate program relative to tax abatement and property taxes. Uh, good day, Don. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Uh, this is uh, we've we spoke a little bit uh, earlier, and uh, I want to reiterate what great work this is uh, to a population that can really uh, can be vulnerable and can and really use help and guidance in uh, the myriad inf information that's out there with not only income tax, which uh, is not what we're talking about today, but I understand you folks are actively involved in those programs, but the uh, New Hampshire property tax abatement program. So let's yes. talk about that today. What do folks need to know? Okay, first of all, the program is re-legislated every year. We generally do not find out about it until the end of, end of April. And that's critical because you only have two month window to submit the paperwork from one May through 30 June, you need to submit the paperwork. And we're gonna talk about that in a few moments about uh, where do you find the paperwork? How do you fill it out? And if you have difficulty, where you can go to get help. Because it is a, a low to moderate income program. The form itself, when you do find it on the webpage, you can go to the New Hampshire DRA, the Department of Revenue Administration, and you go to forms and instructions. And from there, you're going to go ahead and go into the low to moderate program. And then the DPA will be available for printing out or filling it online. So the form itself is about eight pages long. And it's critical that you use the information there to fill out the first two pages, because that's what you need to submit to the state is the first two pages of this DPA. You look at pages three, four, and five are the actual instructions. Six is an actually completed form. In other words, you must see one that has all of the information that you need to have on the form before you submit it. And then pages seven and eight, they list the towns, the education millage rate, and the maximum assessed value the town allows for the rebate. It's not the same for each town. So I'm gonna go through the form real quick but you're gonna need a couple of documents before you fill out the form. One, you're gonna need your property tax document for your home, because again, this is for property tax of your home, your primary resident. That property tax statement needs to be the one that is dated December of 2020. So we're doing it for, for calendar year 2020. We're looking at the form that was submitted to, or you received it between October and December of last year. That form's gonna have some important information on it. One, it's gonna give you the legal description of the property. It's gonna give the list of the owners. And it's also gonna give the assessed value that's needed in filling out the uh, property tax rebate form. The other item you'll need is your income verification. When you did your income tax, your federal income tax 2020, you received a form 1040. The Form 1040 has a front and back side to it. If you filed electronically, you probably did not sign the second page of the 1040. So at this time, when you make your copy of the 1040, be sure to sign the back page. 
uh, for you and also for the spouse with uh, married, filed, jointly, or single. The uh, the income limits is if you file as a single person, income your adjusted gross income that's shown on pay on line eleven of your form ten forty. If that's less than twenty thousand, then you're eligible to submit the paperwork, providing you have owned a home. You lived in that home effective 1 April of 2020. If you met that criteria, then you can go ahead and continue filling out the paperwork. If you're head of household, the filing status on your federal tax return or uh, married filing jointly, the maximum income is 40,000. That's adjusted gross income as indicated on line 11 of the 1040. So going down a DPA, looking at the block one for the information, you need to put in your, your name, middle initial, last name for you and the co-claimant if you're married, filing jointly. You want to also include your social security number, what that's on your tax form that needs to be included. And then your address, that address off the tax form. If that tax form is different than what it is on the, on the property tax statement, that's okay because you may have moved after 1 April of 2020 but you need to make sure that you have the correct address so they can contact you if there's an issue. So when you fill out the, uh, the part two using the property tax document, this is what I was mentioning on the form, and I know you had difficulty seeing this, but you look at your own property tax document, the legal description. There's two lines to indicate this on the DPA. One of those will be the lot number, which is the last two numbers, the last three numbers, on the legal description where it says map and parcel. That will go in the bottom line of that section, the second section. The top line is going to have the uh, rest of the legal description. The assessed value, you'll notice on the, on the front of the form, the assessed value is the value after you have exclusions. Some people get exclusions because of income. Some people get exclusions because of the amount of resource they have. Uh, so that gets changed. You can only receive the rebate on the assessed value after the exclusions. So keep that in mind when you when you uh, extract that information off of the form. So when you when you get ready to fill out the second or the third part, that's when we get into the income piece of it. You need to check the block. It says uh, check here if any adult member of this household is not required to file a federal income tax return. If you check that, then you need to put down how much income they had, not off of the 1040, but whatever type of income that they had needs to be included. Now there's there's lines for what you received off of your 1040, that line 11. If you had someone else in the household who contributed to that, that has to be added in there. Or if the home was in a trust, particularly an income producing trust, that amount off of the, the trust tax return for the year needs to be included. When you add those three up, they cannot exceed 20000 if you're single, or they cannot exceed 40000 if it's married filing jointly. But once you fill that out, you need to go ahead and, and go over to the next page because you're going to be putting in there uh, the percentage of ownership. Are you 100% owner? Then it's going to be 1.00. That's 100%. If you're half owner, there's going to be 0.5. And what you'll need to do is multiply that amount times the assessed value of the home, what's on the, what's on the uh, 
uh, property tax document. On this slide, page six, and I don't mean to jump around on here, but the one that's filled out, they're using the town or city of Manchester for an example. The home is 170,000. So if you put in the 1.00, that would be the 170,000. Now, uh, when you get down to the town that you're going to be residing, where the property is located, you look at the sheet, they have page seven and eight of the form has all the towns listed for the state of New Hampshire. You find your town, in this case, we're looking on page eight of that form, and that's Manchester. Manchester shows that the, uh, the millage rate for the state education millage rate is $2.36. The assessed value is 72100 So if you had a home that was 172000 you have to choose the smaller of the two numbers. They only go up to that amount for rebate. Now, once you put that 72100 72, in the appropriate block, you're going to divide that by 1000 that's going to come up with $72.10. Now, you have the millage rate taken off of there at $2.36. That will be multiplied times that $72.10 for giving you a refund of $170.16. Now, there's one last thing on that is there's a sliding scale on the amount that you're entitled to. If you're entitled to the entire 1%, 100% of that rebate, then you're going to put the 1.00 in the block, and then the final amount will be the $170.16. So if you follow it through sequentially, uh, it should not be a problem. The biggest help is going to be that page six, which has one that's completed. You're going to go into the form to put your information off of your documents. When you finish the form on page two, you'll need to date it, you put a telephone number, both you and the co-claimant, and sign it. That has to be signed by both parties. And then, the, as I mentioned earlier, the property tax on the backside will need to be signed if it has not been signed. So those two documents, along with the two pages of the DPA, I'm going to put them in a, a business envelope. You'll notice that the business envelope, we have a label on there and a stamp and all you would do is put your return address on there and seal the envelope. The reason I'm showing this envelope is that in Salem on May 18th, from nine to one, and you call the Salem Senior Center, make an appointment, 890-2190. You call to make the appointment, we will actually help you with your refund, and re with your return uh, for the property tax rebate program. And we include in that a self-addressed stamp envelope, so it makes it very easy for you to uh, to include it, have it properly addressed. We're going to change the address this year. So we got the new address on the label to fix the envelope, and we'll make sure everything gets put in there. All you need to do is, is uh, seal the envelope, put your return address on it, and mail it off. And they'll send a check back to your, ad your address that's on your form. So that pretty much takes care of it. I know it was quick. But if you do have problems, be sure and contact us at the Salem Senior Center, make an appointment. We will help you with it. We'll have two tax preparers there working with you to make sure you spell that correctly. Don, that is fantastic. Uh, yes.
quick, but also very succinct. It's There's no doubt you've been doing this a while and you're familiar with all the aspects, all the potential pitfalls or wormholes one might get into with, with a lot of the details in the paperwork. Um, but they can always uh, review this video um, and we'll have yes. some guidance, some visual guidance along the way to go with your explanation. Um, they can always contact you and or the tax aid organization and, and they'll, they'll get folks to the right uh, person they need to speak to for help and guidance. And of course, you've got this May 18th event coming up in Salem. We'll have the information all about that. And folks need not be uh, sort of intimidated by the process if they haven't done it before. There'll be someone there to help them along the way and, and that is correct what what you have to keep in mind at this point because of covid we basically have a no contact with the client there will you will, you will there will be a greeter at the door of the senior center will take your documents from you you're not allowed to come in the senior center we're not allowed to go outside the senior center. everybody will be wearing masks and we will be isolated from everybody else doing the return we did that with the income tax program last year and also this year and it worked out very well everybody stayed healthy everybody uh was careful and uh, nobody got into any trouble. Don, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, it's it's great to hear that despite the challenges over the past year and a half or so, uh, the programs continued on and you were able to get help yes. to those who need it in a, an even more stressful time, right? With a lot more going on in life and if folks can get that a little is, bit of that help. That is correct. Yeah. And just, just like the tax aid program where we do income taxes, there's no cost to the client. It's strictly we are volunteers, trained volunteers. We get certified by the IRS every year before doing income taxes. So there's no cost to the client. And same thing here. If you're going to get $170.16 back from the state, you get $170.16 because that's what's on the paperwork. And you don't even have to spend 55 cents for a stamp. We cover that for you. That's excellent. That's excellent. Hats off and kudos to you and all the people that are on your team that, that work so hard uh, year round, I'm sure, to prepare for changes that might be in the tax code or, yes. or modifications. So you're you're working around the year to make sure that you can be there at the time when folks need it most. That, that's correct. Most of our work, we start in about September to get ready for our February 1 opening. Uh, certifications, as I mentioned, the tax law changes, any training we have to do. And the, the difficult thing with this program is that oftentimes Congress, the week before Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, passed the last-minute legislations which had to be changed in the software prior to us going live on 1st of February. So this year, some of the tax changes did not occur until January, so we got delayed a couple of weeks. But uh, we got it done, and it's worked out very well. We did 291 tax returns at the same time. That is excellent. 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 It's great work. And, and we just had it on the screen. We'll have it up uh, later to find out more about the AARP tax aid program. You'll go to AARP slash uh, money slash taxes slash tax underscore aid with an E at the end. <laughs> and again, we'll have that up on the screen. And uh, so you. folks, if nothing else, can find out more that way and get to the right uh, help they need. Otherwise, we'll also have the info on the May 18th, which uh, will be, uh, uh, precautions will be taken for COVID. So there will be yes. protocols in place there. So it would, it would even be safe uh, to do that. And uh, we'll have that information. Don Simmons, I wanna thank you very much for your time. I know you're, you're busy and uh, to take the time to 
to help us um, get this good information out to the community. We really appreciate it. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. You keep our number here at The Connection. If there are any further programs okay. or anything throughout uh, the coming years you'd like to get out to the community, you just let us know. We'll be here for you. Well, you know, maybe maybe next year when we start to kick off the tax season, we'll send a little reminder, uh, connection note, public and let them know when we start, what the hours are, and how we can contact. Perfect. We'd love to have you. We'll be here ready for it. Um, so okay. thanks again, Don Simmons. You take good care. You stay safe. Enjoy the upcoming weather. Uh, the good, you know, Spring is here, and uh, it's getting better and better each day. So Yes, it is. Thank you, Owen, for having me. You're very welcome, Don Simmons. Thank you so much. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, if you've got information you'd like to share with Derry and the surrounding areas, reach out to us at dairycam.org slash the connection. We're always looking for great stories. So until next time, I'm Owen Preventure signing off. Stay connected.